Hello and welcome. I'm Ethan. I'm Jude. And welcome to Tailgate Talks, a sports podcast where we talk about the sports world, sports news, and anything that goes along with sports. How you doing today, Jude? I'm doing great. I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to talk about sports. Let's do it, man. All right. Uh, this is our first episode. Don't cut us any crap. All right. We're 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 a PG friendly community. Okay. Yep. There's no reason to be mean. All right. The first topic we're gonna cover ever. You ready for this? Yes. The NFL. The news and main headlines of the NFL. Yep. Um, I mean, we'll just start off this week. I mean, NFL, Thanksgiving, Thursday. How how we, how are we feeling? How are we feeling? How are we feeling about these matchups? Well, every year on Thanksgiving, I, I always feel like it's weird how we always have like a bunch of games on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of it kind of like cuts out the games we get on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But Let's see who we got here. We so, have Bears-Lions. That's a, that's a classic every year. Okay. We have Raiders-Cowboys and Bills-Saints. Now, the Raiders, I think, for me, were kind of a surprise pick to play on Thanksgiving. I hadn't really seen the Raiders hmm. play on Thanksgiving before. I usually see Cowboys-Redskins yeah. or the football teams. Right, right, right. And then uh, the Bills and the Saints. I mean, we saw the Saints play against the Falcons. Uh, I, I don't remember if it was last year or a couple years ago. And then you have the Bills going against them. You know, this is this is a new... Kind of a weird way to put it, but exotic schedule that we've never really seen before on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know. Definitely. Now, uh, let me give you the rundown. The first game tomorrow is Bears-Lions. Bears at Lions at 11.30. What are your predictions for that game? Who will win? What's going to be the best quarterback of the day? What do you predict? Um, I don't know. I, I feel something. I, I feel confident that the Lions are going to win that game. And here's why. I think the Lions will get their first win. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. I think Jared Goff is going to step up. Okay. How's, is Fields still hurt? I know he got Fields is still hurt, hurt with ribs. Uh, Dalton was announced the the starter this week. Yeah. So uh, that that's gonna be pretty interesting. You know, Dalton hasn't played since what week two, week one. Yeah. Uh, he's been off and on with with Fields in that quarterback battle. I mean, I feel so bad for for Dustin Fields, not only because his team sucks, but Matt Nagy he needs to go. I think Agreed. Matt Nagy needs to be fired by the end of this year. I think Matt Nagy is ridiculous. I don't think he knows Agreed. what he's doing. Right, I don't think I don't think he knows what he's doing either. Yeah, I think uh, I think my prediction for the game. I think the Lions are also going to get their first win, but I think it's going to be like really, really close. I think, All right. I think right. Jared Goff's going to have a great game. I think DeAndre Swift is going to be a crucial impact in this game. He's always a monster. He's always, always. a monster, and I mean, uh, I I like DeAndre Swift, and I compare I compared him to Jonathan Taylor, and but after this week. What? Lord, there is Jonathan no Taylor, there is no comparison. There is I no mean. comparing. 53 fantasy points. Unbelievable. What is that, five total offensive touchdowns? Yep. They're unbelievable. That's that's my MVP. You know, originally at the beginning of this season, my MVP candidates were Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, and Joe Burrow. What, yeah. what are we down to now? I mean, Dak Prescott having an unbelievable great year. Kirk Cousins having a great right. year. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. Nobody's going to vote for him. I mean, he has, right. tw- he has yeah. 21 touchdowns. Two interceptions, yet he's still not going to get the respect that he de- deserves. But one man who I think is going to get the respect that he deserves is Jonathan freaking Taylor. How about Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor is the definition of underdog. Because when, when he came in, like he had a great rookie year, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, not to put him down or anything, but nobody thought this guy was going to be the next, you know, Emmett Smith or whatever. Oh, no. Like, no, we no, just no. – but he's, he proved everybody wrong. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys just – everybody wrong. He puts in the work every week. Every week. Uh, the next game on Thanksgiving, Raiders at Cowboys. Your predictions and what will happen? Who will be the better quarterback? What will be the better team? What will be the outcome? So, the Raiders, right, have it, had a lot of... Ups and downs, this to say season, the least. Right? To say the least. Henry Ruggs, John Gruden, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of things have just gone bad for that franchise. Yep. And for that reason, I think... Let's see, did they lose on Sunday... Oh, I don't know. Who did they play? Did they have a bye week this week? Uh-uh. No, on bye, on week 11 was Broncos and Rams. They played the... Chiefs. No. No, Bengals, Bengals, Bengals. Yes. Played the Bengals. Bengals, and they lost. That's right, they did. And they lost, yes. Okay, so... I I, th- I don't think this is going to be close. I think the Cowboys are going to are gonna put on a show. I don't know if Amari Cooper's back. He had COVID, but... I'm pretty sure, like, nowadays, guys are just out for one week and then yeah, they're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw he was questionable still uh, for this week, this week, today's report. So, and then Gallup's back. I think something happened with C.D. Lamb, too. I think he might be out. He was questionable as well, but he might be out. I did see that he, didn't he get hurt, like, mid-game and he had to leave and he didn't come back? 
I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna look this up. Um, yeah, I think my prediction for the game. I think Dak Prescott will play at an MVP level, but I don't think it will be enough. I think Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, here we go. Uh, Cowboys optimistic wide receiver C.D. Lamb will play on Thanksgiving. So they're looking at him playing. Okay, I did see yesterday on fantasy when I when I went to uh, switch out one of my lineups or whatever. It said they put Cooper's out. Ah, that's not good. Okay, well then Cooper's out. Yesterday. CD Lamb steps up. That means CD Lamb could have an even better game. You know, right? That means Dak Prescott can have more opportunities. That that could be great for them. But yeah, again, I think the I don't think it will be enough. I think Ezekiel Elliott's not gonna have a great game. I think uh, hmm. without Tyron Smith, I think that that's. Um, Cowboys O-line is going to be horrendous without him. Not horrendous, but struggling, to say the least. You know, they have a, a very young reserve-filled um, offensive yeah. line. So, I think they'll struggle on offense. And I think the defense will do okay. But, I mean, whenever you have Derek Carr going back-to-back with Josh Jacobs, I like Derek Carr more than I like half of the league. I think Derek Carr is very underrated. Uh, I, li- I like him better than, than a lot of people. Um, speaking of Dak Prescott, let's talk about comeback player of the year. Who do you think wins that award? Do you think it's Dak Prescott? Do you think it's someone else? Comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year. You know, my opinion, I thought it would be Dak Prescott at the beginning of this year. Yeah. The Cowboys are playing great. Dak Prescott is playing good. You understand where I'm going here? Dak Prescott's having a yeah. great year. Good right. MVP season. But right now, I think he's playing good. You know who I think will win comeback player of the year? Let's see if we can say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Cam Trayvon Diggs. Diggs. You said Trayvon Diggs? Trayvon Diggs. I, I did. said Cam Newton. I think Cam, Cam Newton. Newton coming out of the Patriots staff, coming back in. I don't know if he'd actually be able to win it this year because he got released and signed in the same year. Yeah. Uh, maybe next year. But I think Cam Newton and even Joe Burrow both are very high. Like in my consider, uh, considering where they came from and what yeah. positions they were in, I think Joe Burrow and Cam Newton are my top two candidates for comeback player of the year. 100%. I like that. I like, like, people say, like, and even I would agree that Cam Newton might not be, you know, the best player off the field, blah, 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 whatever. But he's a good NFL player. We saw that. The, two weeks ago, the first two plays that he had were touchdowns. Touchdowns. Both the only them. two plays, yeah. Exactly. So, Cam Newton's going to light it up. They did lose this week versus Washington. That was a heartbreaker. That was a horrendous, that was a horrendous game. Because it was, it was Ron Rivera versus Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. They used they, they to be back, old coaches back in... Back in Carolina a few years ago. Third game of uh, Thanksgiving, actually Thanksgiving night, played at 7 o'clock, Bills-Saints. Who do you think wins that game? Well, I think I think the Saints are coming off of a loss, yes. But as, like, we saw Trotman had two re- uh, receiving touchdowns. Yeah, the tight end. In, like, Adam the fourth Trump. quarter, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I felt like Simeon was coming alive later in the game. And I feel like they're going to carry that same energy. Yeah. It's really hard for me to say who would win right now. I think it's going to be very close. Okay. Yeah, I like the Saints coming into this year. But sitting right now as a Saints fan, you know, we have yeah. no quarterback. We have Trevor Simeon, who uh, obviously lit it up against the Bucks, right. But I think that week was just a coincidence for backup quarterbacks. You know, you look at a guy like Mike White, who throws, what, three touchdowns, 250 yards, breaks Peyton Manning's record. But, uh, yeah, I like, the, I, like, I like the Bills in this matchup. I think the Bills are having a down year as well. I think they're doing um, – they're underachieving from what people expected them to do. I think Stephon Diggs is actually going to turn up against the Saints secondary. The Saints defense has actually been pretty decent recently. I mean, last week against the Eagles, very, very bad game. You know, played played uh, against Jalen Hurts, who in my opinion is a top 10 quarterback. I see very little flaws in Jalen Hurts' game. You know, he's very young, very yes. mobile, yes. has a great touch pass, has a great arm. But I think he's just so underlooked because of his size. And I, I think Jalen Hurts is for sure a top 10 quarterback. But... Off the Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Well, well let, me, let me speak on Jalen Hurts for a second. I love Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was like, I think when I picked him up in one of my fantasy leagues, he went like late round eight. Because mm-hmm. nobody, it was like. Nobody, nobody expected wanted. this. Nobody expected this season out of him. And it was the same thing with Lamar Jackson a few years ago. I drafted Lamar Jackson like the 10th round before he was in it. Like before he was MVP. MVP. And yeah. that year he, he was cooked. MVP because I had a hunch that he was going to be good. Yeah. But he's a lot like Jalen Hurts in the way that. Oh, 100%. Like, Jalen Hurts' versatility Very. is just what, like, he can run, he can throw, he can pass. He's got that, that, that triple threat quarterback, you know, run, throw, pass, RPO, you know. 
I, yeah. I love the way that Jalen Hurts plays the game. He's super young, and I think the way that like quarterbacks are getting drafted nowadays is changing the game. You know, and yeah. e- even as a backup, I look at a guy like Trace McSorley, who by the way just got signed by the Arizona Cardinals and is probably going to play this week. Hmm. I think Trace McSorley in his style of quarterback, you know, that tiny, stocky guy that could run around a football field and just make guys look like high schoolers again. You know, right. I love that play style of quarterback. I love that. But I uh, back to this game. I do have the Bills winning. I don't think Trevor Simeon is uh, is good. I think we. I like what you said. Um, the Saints are getting way too like hot late in the game. You yeah. know, in the fourth quarter, we're scoring all of our points, and um and, and yeah. So um, I, I I I don't know. I really don't know what to think. Now other games for this week we have Steelers Bengals rivalry matchup. We have Panthers Dolphins Eagles Giants another rival. Uh, Titans, Patriots, Falcons, Jaguars, Buccaneers, Colts, Jets, Texans, Chargers, Broncos. Tell me what you think about those games. So, let's see here. Start with the... And actually, I want to go back for a second to the Bills and Saints. So, I have the Saints winning and here's why. When you play on a Thursday night... Or no, no, they're not even playing on Thursday night. They're playing... At 11.30 a.m. on Thursday, right? Like, it's so draining when you just finished up on Sunday and now you're just coming in, like, it's too soon. Especially from an away game. You know, I like, I like, your, I like your thought on that. Especially at an away game. That sucks. Right. And so I feel like, you see, because when the Saints carried that momentum at the end of the game, like, that momentum carried, that was only a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And now that it's, you know, what is it? That's Thursday night. I feel like that momentum is still going to be there. And I feel like the Bills just, they came off a Sunday win, but it's, I feel like it's not going to be there. I, I do have the Saints win in that game. Nice. Okay, I like that prediction. You get the underdog win. All right, let's talk about this, uh, the, the more Sunday, the Sunday uh, afternoon games. 12 o'clock, Steelers at Bengals. Joe Burrow. Let's talk about Joe Burrow. 77, uh, 77.8 completion percentage, uh, 49.4 QBR versus Pitt. 172 passing yards versus Pitt and three touchdowns versus Pitt this year. That's his stats overall. How do we feel he's going to do on Sunday? Well, you know, usually when the Bengals and Steelers play, it's usually like, uh, it's usually always close. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a low scoring game. I mean, you look at their record, they're almost similar 5 4 and 1 versus 6 and 4. I mean, right. two very realistically similar teams. You know, I'm looking at these articles right now. Um, Rex Ryan saying Joe Burrow reminds him of Tom Brady in every way. You look at uh, a guy like Ben Roethlisberger, who coming out as a young age also looked like Tom Brady in in a way, you know? Yeah. You know, I I love the way Joe Burrow plays the game. I love his heart. I love his compassion. I love – and, I, you know, I usually don't say this about players, but I love his cockiness. You know, his mindset, yeah. that killer instinct that he has, that wins him games. You know, you right. look at the uh, the Jaguars game, he was mic'd up. And yeah. I went back and looked at those clips, and he's like, you, you can't, like, zero me, you know, like, he's cursing out the, the Jaguars, you know. And yeah. he goes out and, and, and beats, beats the crap out of him, you know. I, I love Joe Burrow. I love the way he plays this game. I have the Bengals winning this game 28-14. That's a solid prediction. So, hey, here's the thing. At the beginning of the season, I think I predicted the Steelers to be, like, terrible, to have, like, an off year. I think I did, too. Because, you know, like... I, I thought that Ben was just going to, like, this was it. Like, yeah, he yeah, was going to yeah. go down a, a slope that he just... After that shoulder injury, you know, there's no way to come back from that as an old quarterback, you know? Right, and I understand your appreciation for Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow, too. Everything he did for LSU, yeah. um, that's the greatest LSU time, LSU college football team of all time. There 100%. is no question. 100%. Maybe even... You ever. Know, it's debatable. Yeah, ever. debatable ever. One of the greatest ever. teams ever. So, but... Like, I don't want to be biased in saying that Joe Burrow, you know, um, is going to, like, light it up this game mm-hmm. or whatever. I think, I think Joe Burrow will do – he'll have a good game. I don't think it'll be – he'll do, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he'll probably have, you know, between 100, 200 yards passing, two TDs. Agreed. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase. That's another thing we didn't talk about. Jamar Chase oh, is he's so good. Light it up. I love Jamar Chase, and I love the so way he good. plays. And I think young rookies, like, are not even rookies anymore, but Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you know, that LSU blood. Yeah. Those connections that they're making around the league are just unbelievable, you know. 
Um, I, right. I love Jamar Chase, and I love the, the young rookie talent that we have coming to this league, like Mac Jones, you know, Micah Parsons. You know, I think yeah. going into this this year, I thought Penny Sewell was going to be uh, rookie of the year, you know. Right, but Lions tackle. Yeah. Lions tackle. I think he's one of the best O-linemen. O-linemen, not even just tackles. O-linemen in football right now. Right. Playing at an extremely high level. He held up Aaron Donald, for crying out loud. As a rookie, he held up Aaron Donald. You know, yeah. how, how do you do that? How do you do that? And then you have a guy like Mac Jones coming in, stepping into the door, leading his team. He's first in the, in the division right now. You know, it's unbelievable. Yes. The first place Patriots coming in and just knocking on the door. They're still here. Right. And, and, th- and that's what I wanted to say. Like, you talk about guys like Panay Sewell. Like, the best guard in this league is Quinn and Nelson. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we can agree on that. We can agree. And that's a big part of why Taylor does as good as he does. Like, I think he's been the using O-line. Nelton. Uh-huh. Yeah. The O-line. Nelson a lot. And, like, those two together, like, I don't know how you're going to stop that. I really don't. Because mm-hmm. Taylor is just, he's a beast, man. Mm-hmm. But going back to the Patriots, the Patriots have definitely, I got to give credit where credit is due. Mac Jones, Mac Jones is developing, but I feel like Bill Belichick is really helping him along. Uh-huh. I think he's grooming him just like to be Tom Brady, you know? And, yeah. and it's like... And it's not like he's going to be just like Tom Brady because I think Nick Saban does this too. And I think Bill Belichick got this from Nick Saban. They, you know, they yeah. grew up coaching together. Uh, not really grew up, but they were very young together at the same point in time. Right, right. You know, they refresh their coaching staff every year. You know, it's guys in and out. You look at a guy like Brian Flores, Joe Judge, you know, yeah. coming from Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, you know. Now their head coaches, other places, you know, they're, they're going to have different guys grooming Mac Jones. And I think the way that they have it right now is absolutely incredible. I think Mac Jones, by the end of this year, is going to be a top 10 quarterback in football. Mark my words. Yeah. And they, and they made a lot of, um, at the end of last season, they made a lot of free agency moves. Nelson mm-hmm. Aguilar, Kendrick mm-hmm. Bourne, mm-hmm. Hunter Henry. Um, Johnny Smith, another tight end. Big two yep. tight end pickups. You know, one blocking, one catching. You know, I, I really like what the, what the Patriots have over there. I really do. Let's move on to the uh, the Panthers at uh, Miami, at the Dolphins. Both uh, incredibly having, like, a down-year teams, you know. I think the Panthers started off way too hot with Sam yep. Darnold. And, I, you know, coming into this year, I really like Sam Darnold. And yep. the last three weeks, it too. has just been a downfall. And, and before that. But, I mean, yeah. the last three weeks, whenever he got hurt, it just pitiful. Pitiful. And I, I didn't like him getting drafted to the Jets. And I knew whenever he got drafted, they were going to ruin him. Just like the Cardinals did with Josh Rosen. And I don't yeah. think necessarily the Cardinals ruined Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen was just bad overall. But I think Sam Darnold had, had a chance. I really think Sam Darnold had a, had a big chance. But now you have a guy like Cam Newton stepping to the door. And I think I told you this the other day. I could see Cam Newton end up beating out Sam Darnold for the job and having Sam Darnold yeah. go, go play somewhere else, you know? Right. And then you look at another lackluster team like Miami, you know, Tua. Not, I, I don't like Tua, I, and I hate saying that. I love them in college, but yes. I don't like Tua right no, now. No, that, that, is, that is probably the best opinion you've had all day because Tua, I, I don't like Tua either. I, I just, he's not, he can't carry a team, I'm sorry. No, no I, don't think, I don't think he can lead the team to a playoffs. You know, you look at a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who they had last year. Yeah. And older guy, vet, a guy that really right. knows what he's doing. Isn't hurt half the time. Harvard graduate. Yeah, Harvard graduate. How about yes. that? Harvard, Harvard graduate. graduate. His kids are so smart. But, I mean, yeah. I, I think the number one priority, instead of working on that, that defensive secondary that the Miami have, which is great, by the way, you know, Byron Jones yes, and Xavier Howard. Howard. Yes, um, I think they should have re-signed Fitzmagic. And, you know, Fitzmagic's hurt. Mm. But I like Fitzmagic. And I, I that sounds yeah. so weird for me to say it. But I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. I love the way that he plays the game. He's a smart player. As we said, Harvard graduate. Yes. Very smart player. And he does his homework. Dude, watch his film. Dude knows what he's doing. You know, I, I love right. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. I, I, I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, too. Not only for the way he plays, but, I mean, his drip, his style. Like, his did you style, see that yeah. one, um, like, the post-press conference in that one with, game? With, with chest hair. It looked like Conor yeah, McGregor had the glasses on. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that. I was eating that up. Yeah, I love that, man. It's great stuff. Yeah. All right, next game we're going to move on to, I believe it was, hold on, let me pull this up real quick, Eagles at Giants. Eagles at Giants. You know, going back to this Jalen Hurts conversation, how do you think that's going to turn out? It's the Giants defense. They have James Bradbury. Let Mm. me say something about James Bradbury. He's good. The fourth. Cornerback. Yeah, he's good. Great player. A lot of potential. He, I think, 
maybe in a year's time he can develop as a top five corner in oh, the league. Oh, 100%. If he's not there already. 100%. Oh, who, who um, Jabril Peppers. Can't forget yeah. about him. He's a great safety, you know. Whenever the yeah. Giants lost Landon Collins, who is an alumni of our high school, by the way. Um, That's time whenever, right. Yeah, okay. whenever, whenever they lost. Shout out Landon Collins. Shout out Landon Thank Collins, you. you know. Shout him out. Shout Appreciate him out. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Big dog. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whenever they lost Landon Collins a couple seasons ago, I thought the downfall of the Giants defense was going to be based off that. You know, you look at Landon Collins. I love Landon Collins. I used to love the way he played. He was so electric. But – Whenever OBJ left, I knew everybody was going to want to get out. Landon Collins yeah. leaves, you know. Yep. I mean, you bring in a guy like Leonard Williams, you know, he's a monster. But uh, I still think that that Giants coaching staff is going to need some change. You saw Jason Garrett got fired yesterday. Really? Re- yep. No, he's I gone. Did not he's see gone. That. And then we have Joe Judge as, as the head coach. You know, I like Joe Judge. Personally, I like him. I think he's a great defensive mind. Yeah. But I, I don't think he should be a head coach. I think he needs to stick to the de- defensive coordinator because that right. Daniel Jones ran offense, that is awful. I don't like Daniel Jones. Yeah. No, and I mean, I feel like Devontae Smith, right, has mm-hmm. been stepping up. Mm-hmm. He won MVP for Alabama last year, or, right? Yeah, yeah, the Heisman. He won the Heisman. Heisman. He won the he- Heisman. Yeah, yeah, he won the Heisman. And uh, I believe Najee Harris won the MVP for the national championship game, player, player of the game. I think so. Yeah, I think Yeah, so. I think that's what it was. Yeah. But Devontae Smith, these last few weeks, he's been stepping up. Stepping up. 100%. He has. And like... Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts been helping him out a lot. Yes, and Jalen Hurts can run too. And I feel like the Giants are just like I feel like there's really nothing they can do to stop it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like that's going to be an easy Eagles win. One hundred percent. I think the Eagles. My score prediction is forty-one to seventeen. I think Jalen Hurts lights up the game, and I think this will be the legitimate first week besides the week against the Saints that Miles Sanders has a great game. You know, yes. if Miles Sanders He's gets bad. more look, if Miles. Oh, Drop a pin. If Miles Sanders gets more looks on the field, gets more receptions, I think he's more yeah. of a receiving back than an actual running back. I think if he gets more looks, he's going to cook. He, he's going to yep. cook up. He's going to have a great week, and I think he's just going to tear up. Uh, next game, Titans at Patriots. Mm. I think the Patriots take this away. I think the Patriots are going to win this game. The Titans have not been on their best ball recently. You know, Obviously, they beat the, the Saints. Texans, yeah. They beat the Saints. And then you're going to go ahead and lose to the Texans. What was the score? 41-17? That was Awful. I don't know. Like, I don't know how that defense made Tyrod Taylor look good because Tyrod is not usually, you know. No, it's not. He's not usually he's like that, that but I don't know that there was a difference last week. But mm-hmm. the Titans. It's if pretty, I was a Titans it's fan. Sad. It's pretty sad without King Henry, you know. They, right. they, they have Ryan Tannehill, who's not that great. I would be optimistic that. Derrick Henry will come back in the playoffs, assuming they make the playoffs, assuming, assuming they don't, yeah. assuming they don't plummet they make from it. here. Yeah. I think, like, everybody has their off games. And I think for the Tennessee Titans last week, that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, if I was a Titans fan, I'd feel super bad because mm-hmm. not only did you lose King Henry, but Julio Jones, who Oof. you signed and were so excited about, is on IR. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know when he's going to be back. He's having a down year as well. You know, right. I like Julio with another team. You know, I thought the Rams would pick him up. I even thought the Saints were going to pick him up at the beginning of the year. You know, you yeah. look at a guy like Michael Thomas who's not going to want to play. I, right. I don't like Michael Thomas's character. I think the Saints need to get rid of him right now, but that's a different story from the time. But I think Julio Jones to the Titans was such a bad environment. You know, now you have yeah. three level-headed like players. You have A.J. Brown, who is your number one receiver. Now has to move over to number two. And yeah. Julio Jones, who's unproductive right now. You know, this, this season has not been great. He had one... I think yeah. outstanding play that toe tap catch off the helmet. You remember that? Uh, yeah. I forget who that was. Was it against the Colts? I don't remember. But that yeah, that 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 sideline catch that was the I think one of the best catches we've seen all year. Yet it's it's for nothing. You know the Titans are not playing great ball right now. And whenever you have a sorry quarterback, and you know I hate saying this because I used to love him, but Ryan Tannehill does not get the job done. I don't think Ryan Tannehill hmm. can carry you that far in the playoffs. And I hate saying that. I used to love him. I loved him on the Dolphins. I even loved him in college, coming on A and M. It's like, well, he was a he was a wide receiver. You know, I yeah. loved Ryan Tannehill. Whenever I heard he got moved to quarterback, I was like, what? What in my in my head? I was being I was so young, you know, watching the, these Miami Dolphins play. Yeah. I whenever I saw Ryan Tannehill get switched over, I was kind of I was starstruck. Obviously, he had a, he had a good first four or five seasons. Yeah. But whenever you get whenever you get cut and then uh, brought over to the Titans, you know, to just kind of fill it in and then end up being their starter, I have a feeling he'll be gone in a couple of years. Right. And, you know, I kind of want to disagree with what you said because I like, I like Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. I do. I think okay. he's 
I think he's developed so much from where he was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, he was okay on the Dolphins when he played for Miami. Mm-hmm. But when he moved to Tennessee, I feel like he kind of took more of a leadership role. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like... Because when we say the Titans are having an off time right now, you know, they had lost one game. But before that, they were the best team in this league I think by so. Far. I, 100%. And so... That's with Derrick Henry. With Derrick Henry. But, you know... And the Titans did a great job bouncing back from that loss anyway because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they had won, you know, all the games mm-hmm. up to the Texans without Derrick Henry. Yep. Very true. So... All right, let's make these last couple games go quick, and then we will jump into uh, NFC and AFC division winners predictions. All right, um, we got Falcons and Jaguars. Give me your score. What will happen? Who's going to win? Hmm. It's a tricky one. Trevor Lawrence has uh, he's not been what we thought he was going to no, be. No, I'll say that. No. But I think, the, after looking at the Falcons last week, that was disgusting. I think the Jags pulled this one out 30-17. Uh, I think that's, that's my score prediction. I think it's going to be very low scoring. Um, I think the Falcons are going to pull this one out. 17-13 wow. is my prediction. Okay, that's a, I like that. All right, now you got Buccaneers-Colts. Pretty interesting matchup here. You know, I yeah. absolutely, top 10 quarterback in my eyes, the underdog, Carson Wentz. I yeah. love Carson Wentz. I absolutely love I have him in fantasy. I love Carson Wentz. But versus that Buccaneers defense, I think that's going to be a tough game. But whenever you have a guy like Jonathan Taylor coming off of a five-touchdown game, there's no way the Buccaneers stop it. I'm thinking 42-17. That is my score prediction. Colts win. And I was actually wrong. when I I think I said maybe about five minutes ago that the Bills won last week. Mm -hmm. They didn't. They actually got, I mean, squandered Mm -hmm. by Indianapolis. Indianapolis is, is... They're tough. They're a tough team. They're tough, but this is this is going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah. Like, this might be 80 points combined uh-huh. by the end of it, but I'm going to take the Buccaneers by a field goal. 43-30. I mean, 43-40. Wow. That's, I like that prediction as 43-40. Now, for the bottom of the barrel, Jets at Texans. Jesus. <laughs> Pretty, uh, I think that game's going to be high-scoring. There's no defense in that game whatsoever. I'm going to go yeah. 52-48, Texans win. Wow, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those games, like, sorry Texans and Jets fans, but nobody cares about this game. No one cares. We're no sorry. one's going to be watching that. We apologize to you fans out there, but I don't know. I mean, the Jets, do the Jets have Zach Wilson back, or how long is he going to be out Oh, uh, no, I think he's still out. Let me, let me look that up. Zach Wilson. Let's see what the report of, uh, on him is. Oh, that's Zach Levine, not Zach Wilson. Let's see here. Uh, Jets to start Zach Wilson in Week 12 versus Texans. Yes. Okay. Well, then that, that changes things. That changes a lot of things. You know, I like Zach Wilson. He's not that bad. I do like Zach and, Wilson. Yep. I mean, what? how many picks does he have? Six now? I think four, at least three, maybe four of his picks were off drops. Yeah. You know, he throws the ball incredibly hard. And it's that little whippy sidearm throw. But it doesn't even matter. He gets the ball there. You know? Right. You, you got you to gotta catch the ball. You sign a guy like Corey Davis, who's unproductive this year. And uh, who's yep. who's that Elijah Moore, that yeah. rookie receiver? He's been have? stepping up. He's been stepping oh, yeah. up. That is their new wide receiver one. I love the way that he plays the game. All right, Chargers-Broncos. What do we think about that game? Yeah, and, and before I say that, I just want to say to all you – if you're listening to this and you are a fantasy person, Elijah Moore is available right now. He's mm-hmm. just coming off waivers. Flex. Pick him up. He's a flex. Pick him up because I picked him up. But anyway. Yeah, I got him too. Chargers Broncos. Chargers Broncos. Jay Herbo versus a Teddy B. The Broncos are coming off of a bye week. You mm-hmm. know what that means. The, they've practiced a lot. Big you team. Know, they're ready. But the Chargers are on fire right now. The they, Chargers they won just... that game versus Pitt. That, that was a ridiculous. Ridiculously played, like, oh well-played yes. game. I mean, I love Justin Herbert. He stepped yes. up whenever they needed him Definitely. big time, just like the Vikings. Right. So, I think I think the Chargers are going to win it easily. I'm going to say 35-17. Wow. Okay. Our scores, our scores are pretty are pretty much the same. I got – all right. Um, Vikings – or, sorry, Chargers-Broncos, my score prediction, roughly the same thing as you. I'm going to go 31-20, Chargers win. Vikings 49ers. 
hot topic, the Minnesota Vikings, you know, winning late game, Justin Jefferson, what yes. a play, you know. Kirk right. Cousins, Justin Jefferson, I think Adam Thielen needs to go. I love Adam Thielen, but I think he should have gotten traded for, you know, some more defensive pieces this um, before the trade deadline. Yeah. Um, but I, I, love Kirk, I love Kirk Cousins. I love uh, Adam, uh, Justin Jefferson. You know, I think the Vikings will win this game. Uh, Low-scoring game, I'm going to go 17-7 Vikings. Right. I would... And I would kind of, I would kind of agree to disagree there, because I think, like usually the Vikings put on a good amount of points, and the Forty ers defense, you know, a few years ago that defense was, the best in the league, mm-hmm. you know, what is that Super Bowl, fifty four maybe, mm-hmm. but now you know they got Fred Warner, probably the best middle linebacker in the league. Oh, I like Bobby Wagner, and I like Darius Leonard as well. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think he's top five to for sure. I think he's top five for sure, one hundred percent. Right, so. I mean, I've obviously got the Vikings winning because the 49ers just, you know, I don't, they don't know what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel has been stepping up. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I love Debo Samuel. But I'm taking the Vikings 28-21. Nice. All right. In my opinion, game of the week. I mean, Buccaneers-Colts, but Rams-Packers. What do we think about that game? Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's back. He's on fire. He's doing well. But I like the Rams. I favor the Rams in this. I think the Rams are going to have a great game. I think Cooper Cup's going to step up. I think Odell Beckham's going to step up. And I think Matt Stafford is going to be balling this week. Okay, I like that prediction. I li- and I like this being the game of the week, too. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about the Packers secondary, right? Jair Alexander. Alexander. I mean, he's so good. He's so good. Right. Adrian but, Amos. You know, I think when, when you look at defenses, I think the Rams obviously have a way better defense. Despite, you know, the Packers got guys on defense. But I think when you have two explosive offensive teams like that and they're going, you know, against each other in that way, when you've got the Rams who have a better defense, like, it's going to come down to who can outscore the other person. And because the Rams have the better defense, I'll take them to beat the Packers mm-hmm. in that respect. But we know how good Aaron Rodgers is. We know how good Devontae Adams is. That's going to be a great matchup. Mm-hmm. Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. But I'm taking the Rams. I am too. I'm going to say the score is going to be 31-17. I'm going to say 42-34. Wow. All right. Browns-Ravens. I think the Ravens are going to take away this game. I think Baker Mayfield has been playing off the past few weeks. You know, the week that Odell got traded, I think that put some relief on his shoulders. It let his ego stand up a little bit. But I think the Browns originally thought that they had their franchise quarterback, but he's not their quarterback in the future. I I don't... I don't, I don't see Baker Mayfield staying around for another maybe two seasons at the most. I right. got the Ravens winning this game 35-21. Lamar Jackson has a great game. Right, and I think the Browns – the Browns have something in Dearness Johnson. We saw him. He stepped up we when love him. We love Chubb him. and Hunt were out. But, you know, like I feel like in a year or so time, you're going to have Johnson and Chubb fighting for that mm-hmm. starting running back position. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they've got to use him more. They've got to mm-hmm. – like they've got to use, they got to find a way to use both of those guys. Mm-hmm. And you got Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I think I looked at uh, trade possibilities for Russell Wilson before yeah. the season started, and you know I saw Kareem Hunt and Baker Mayfield kind of out of place. You know, I think Baker Mayfield not yeah. the quarterback for the future, like I said. Right. And I think Kareem Hunt's out of place as well. I think Nick Chubb, a healthy Nick Chubb, is going to beat out uh, Hunt nine times out of ten. Yeah. I thought about a package deal sending Russell Wilson cash considerations and a pick for Kareem Hunt and um, Baker Mayfield to Seattle. Yeah. That's what I looked at before the trade deadline. Obviously, it didn't happen, but I, that's something that we could possibly look at for next year. Yeah. I got the Ravens winning this game. As a Seahawks fan, talking about, you know, the Russell Wilson trades, like, I can say this with almost 100% certainty that by season's end, he will be gone. Mm-hmm. He'll be... On to new things, and I don't, I hope he comes to New Orleans. That that would be nice, you know. I but do. He'd have to sign the trade deadlines up. He won't be able right. to get traded anymore. So it's just whatever opportunities open up for him. Speaking of the Seahawks, Monday Night Football playing at seven o'clock. Seahawks in Washington. I had the underdog, the Seahawks, actually pulling out this game. I think Tyler Lockett's gonna step up. I think DK Metcalf has been. Not really playing his best best game this year, you know. Yep. Having Russell Wilson out, that's a big impact. But whenever you come out and Russell Wilson plays at uh, quote unquote full health and puts up 
four fantasy points. That's pretty. That's pretty sad. You know, uh, I think Tyler Lockett's gonna have a good game. Um, I mean, Chris Carson being out—that's another huge loss for for uh, the Seahawks yep. as well. I got the Seahawks winning this game though. Low-scoring game. I'm gonna go thirteen-seven. Right, and and there really is no, there really is no, answer at running back for Seattle. Right, they got Alex Collins right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. but and you know, no, I feel like nobody's really stepped up. No, nobody. And. Like, that offense has been off. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it? Two weeks ago against Green Bay. Like, I was watching that game. I wanted to vomit, dude. Mm-hmm. They had zero points. It starts with the coaching staff. And I think Pete Carroll should have been fired. And call me crazy. Right. Should have been fired after the one-yard line call in the Super Bowl. That was ridiculous. Who yeah. throws the ball on the one-yard line with the best running back in football? The best running back in football. And you're going to throw the ball on the one-yard line? What are you doing? Yeah, that was... Like I like as a Seahawks fan after that happened, I'm gonna tell you I, I cried for like days. Like that was terrible. That's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's terrible. It's heartbreaking. And every everybody said that. Everybody had that same opinion that Marshawn Lynch needed to run that in. But going back to that game, Washington. Like Washington, sometimes they surprise you uh, as high scoring on offense as they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gibson's been stepping up. I've noticed that Gibson's mm-hmm. coming up. McLaurin stepped up last week. Um, scary Terry. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But I've got Washington winning this one. 24-16. to 16. Nice. Washington. All right, our last NFL topic for today is going to be predictions. At the end of the season, predictions. Uh, this is going to be for division and for uh, players, like MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year. We'll start with yep. the divisions. NFC North, who do you think wins this division? It's obvious Green Bay, you know. Green, Green Bay is, is so good. I mm-hmm. mean, there's the Vi- the and the Vikings are a solid wild card, but I'm sorry, I don't think there's anybody who can stop. I like Green the Vikings Bay. to win the division. I think the Packers have a great mm-hmm. offense, but I don't think they're the complete team. I think the Vikings are going to go underrated, like very underrated this year. I think yeah. Kirk Cousins has the year of his life, and I think Kirk Cousins end up being a quiet MVP candidate, just like I said earlier. Now we move on to the NFC South. You have the Falcons, Panthers, Saints, and Bucks. Who wins this division and why? The Buccaneers. Agreed. The Buccaneers because... They're dominant. Right, they're dominant. And there's really... With Trevor Simeon, you know... If it was Jameis, I think the Saints would have a solid chance of winning the division. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see what happens with the Panthers and Cam Newton. But I think right now the, the Bucks have it locked up in that it- division. NFC West, Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, possibly the most stacked division in all of football. What do we think? Right. See, that's what everybody thought at the beginning of the year. That's what I also thought. But I feel like now we obviously have the Cardinals and the Rams are kind of like kings of that division. Head to head. And a lot of people, like, I disagree with a lot of people in this because people, a lot of people who I talk to as to who's going to win this division say the Cardinals. I think the Rams. I think, I think the Rams, the Rams as well. I yes. think the Rams. I think the Definitely. Rams are the more complete package. You look at the Cardinals' defense; have one of the best pass rushing attacks in all of football. But you look yeah. at that secondary; it's kind of sad. You know, they right. get, they they have no more Patrick Peterson. Tyron Matthews was out of the picture years ago, and you have a guy like Buda Baker who's underperforming this year. And Buda Baker has not been stepping up, and that whole secondary right. has been pretty sorry. Right, but what I will say, Isaiah Simmons, mm-hmm. very good. He's he he's improving. Good. He's yes. quietly putting up numbers. He's improving. Right. You know, I feel like I feel like Arizona secondary is underrated, personally. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're better than people say. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, I think the Rams are going to win that division. I think it's going to be so close, though. Like, like a game apart? Game. Okay. Or maybe even like... Like the Seahawks and the Rams a couple years ago. Like 10-7 and seven yeah. versus 11-6. and six. All right, you have uh, the NFC East, last NFC division, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, and Washington. Cowboys, easily. Mm. Don't have to say anything about that one. Come on now. For me, hot take. I got the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to make a run, dude. I think Jalen Hurts cooks. I think the Cowboys become the best wild card team. But I think whoever is second place in this division is the best wild card team in football. And, I mean, you look at the Mm. NFC West and you look at Cardinals, Rams. One of those teams isn't going to make it. I don't care. I think the Eagles and Cowboys are going to get hot. And I think they're going to cook. And I hate saying that the Cowboys are going to get hot. But I, I like them this year. I really do. Right. Now, now we're going to move on to the AFC. AFC East, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, Patriots, and the New York Jets. It's a hard division. Mm-hmm, very. It's a hard division. But at the end of the season, it's going to come down to 
a game later in the year where the Patriots play the Bills. Because mm-hmm. I think they'll have a tying record. But whoever wins that game will take the division. That, and I that think, 17th game is going to be tough. You know, they're yes. playing 17 games instead of 16. That can make all the difference in the world. But I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Patriots. Division. I'm taking the Patriots. I'm taking all the underdogs this year. I like Josh Allen, but yeah. I love Mac Jones. And I love Bill Belichick. I love what they're doing. You move on to right. the AFC North. We have the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and Steelers. Who takes that division and why? That's going to be really close. Mm-hmm. All their records right now are close. Mm-hmm. I think the Ravens stand out above the rest of them mm-hmm. in that division. So I'm going to have the Ravens winning that. But the Steelers and the Bengals are two wild card spots, definitely. I'm going to say the Bengals by two games. And here's why. Okay. I think Lamar Jackson, great season. I think, what, what's their backup's name? Tyler Hundley? Yeah. You know, carried that team last week. Yep. But I think there's so many flaws within that Ravens def- defense that people are starting to realize they can run all over. Yeah. Their run defense, one, one of the better ones in football. But then you look at their passing defense, and it's not that good. You look at Right, and Earl Marlon Thomas. Humphrey and Marcus Peters, where have those guys been? Where? They have where not have they stepped been? up. And the, with the loss of Earl Thomas a couple years ago, and even Eric Weddle, you know, five years yeah. ago, that was the downfall of the Ravens secondary. Right. You know? AFC South, who wins that division and why? I got the Colts. Right. I got the Colts. I think Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor, that's the most dynamic duo. And Michael right. Pittman. Michael Pittman's stepping up this year. I figured you'd say that. I figured you'd say I that. I love Michael Pittman. I like a lot of things about the Colts. I just don't think... Like, John, Jonathan Taylor's a great player, but I don't think he could carry the Colts to the Super Bowl. Do you think he'd really have to carry? You don't think their offense has enough firepower? I mean, you know, T.Y., like, in my opinion, T.Y.'s Underrated. old. Underrated. He's Underrated. Old, Maybe. but underrated. Maybe. But he's always been underrated. Michael Michael Pittman, he's kind of like he's kind of like off and on for mm-hmm. me. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of like on when he wants to be and off when he mm-hmm. doesn't. Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. We said that. Agreed. Jonathan Taylor, best running back in the league. Oh, it might be. We already 100%. said that. Yes. Better but, than Derrick Henry. A healthy yes. Derrick Henry, better. This this season. This season. If Derrick Henry would have stayed healthy. That would be so close. It, I think be, Jonathan Taylor. Really... I I still think Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in football. I don't know, man. That would be really close. And I like CMC as well, but I can't put CMC as number one after the past two. Like, he hasn't played a full season yet. He's been in the league, what, four or five years? He, yeah. He hasn't played a full season yet. I got the Colts yeah. winning that division by at least four games. Titans. Uh, Titans, Titans, Titans. Colts, a solid wild card, but the Titans. I'm sorry. Wow. Titans. That came out of nowhere. You think the Titans are going to win? Yes, indeed. Wow. Okay. Easily. AFC West. Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, Raiders, or Chargers. This is a great division as well. Yes, this is a great division. I got the Raiders winning by two games over the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to be the wild card. And I think next year is going to be the Chargers year. I don't think the Chargers make it this year. So, look. So, look. Let me, let me break it down for you, right? Mm-hmm. I feel, like, I feel like you really like the Raiders, first of all. I don't. I'm not a big Raiders fan. I'm a big John Gruden guy. Right. You like Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. You like the team winning the division this year. I do. But I think that I, I don't like... I don't hate the Raiders. I don't like the Raiders. It's kind of like a meh. Like mm-hmm. I feel like they're mediocre, but I feel like I think that whole division is meh. I don't know. Like we saw Patrick Mahomes when the Raiders played the Chiefs two weeks ago on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. We saw the real Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. the one we he have cooked. been waiting for. He cooked. And Justin Herbert's this. Like it's gonna come down between those two, the Chargers and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm going to give it to the Chargers. I feel like this is their year. Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I love the offense. I love the defense and Derwin James. And who else is in that defense? Asante Samuel Jr.? Uh, yes, sir. Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa, yes. And I, I love their coach, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, new. New guy. I think the Chargers win the division, but the Chiefs are a solid wild card for that. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to go ahead and move on to the NBA. We're going to cover two topics today in the NBA. The NBA draft, the number one overall pick. And we're also going to talk about this LeBron James, uh, this act that happened a couple days ago. Oh, yeah. The elbow to the face. Let's talk about that yes, first. LeBron James. LeBron James, Isaiah Stewart. Do you think LeBron really meant this on accident? You know, LeBron, I, I think looking back on this, on this video, LeBron looks back, he goes up for the ball, and his elbows go out. Who puts their elbows out after rebounding a, ba- a basketball? Why don't you start dribbling, you know? Yeah. I, think, I think Isaiah Stewart is in the right here, and I'd stand up for him. 
I don't think LeBron. I I never liked LeBron. I never will LeBron. I never will like LeBron. Wow. I think LeBron. I I just don't like him. I can't stand. I can't stand the guy. What? I, I okay. can't stand the guy. Okay, listen. You know listen. LeBron does get suspended for a game as well, and Isaiah Stewart also uh two game suspension. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I think the craziest thing about that fight was, like, and and I've never seen that. Like I've never seen someone so determined like he was determined to whoop he was the, he was gonna go get lebron james like he was running he was through turn security up on a kid yeah he was gonna knock down like the whole <laughs> wall of coaches and all that blocking lebron like he was, he was gonna get him back mm-hmm. and he was bleeding all over his face mm-hmm. i feel bad for the guy i understand where it was coming from mm-hmm. yeah now, i don't know if lebron would have done it on purpose because lebron's had a great career and i don't know you know why would he want to jeopardize you know why would he want to jeopardize anything i don't know but you know what what you said about LeBron, like you hating LeBron, like I love LeBron personally. Mm-hmm. I think LeBron, you know him and Jordan. There is some dispute in some places, but I think Jordan's better. But I think LeBron's like a solid number two. Like I don't think anybody else comes mm-hmm. close. He's just. Yeah, I think LeBron's the best player. I mean, uh, sorry, Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. Agreed. I don't think LeBron comes close. I think LeBron is close for a, um, you know, second place, but I don't. Yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think he's number one. Uh, we're we're closing up pretty soon here. About fifteen minutes left in recording time, so we're gonna talk about this NBA draft coming way too early, but I I like it anyway. NBA draft number one pick debate: Is it gonna be Czech Holmgren from Gonzaga or pa- Paolo Paolo Bonchero from Duke? Who do we, who do we think's gonna who do who do we think's gonna gonna win that first overall pick? So, think about this. Like I, I don't really pay much attention to you know college basketball and guys going into the college draft, mm-hmm. but I have, I have seen a little bit of what Chet Holmgren. Yeah, has I've done. seen him too. Big guy, big lanky guy. I think I do think, and for that reason, I think he'll be number one. I think he will be too. Over Paolo Banchero. For a big guy, I have him compared to as a mix of Dirk Nowitzki and uh, Christoph Porzingis. You know, a guy that's really tall and lanky, can handle the ball, but can also shoot. Yeah. You know, has that little has a little fadeaway jumper and can rebound the heck out of the ball. Yeah. I mean, he just definitely. goes up and puts up ten rebounds a game in college. That's pretty. That's pretty darn impressive. You know, I also look at a guy like um, Sharif O'Neal. I don't think he'll be the number one pick, but I do yeah. think he'll be an early second round or late first round. I think Sharif O'Neal is a sleeper pick. You know, you look at his heart problems a couple years ago. I think that's all in the past. I love Sharif O'Neal. I heart LSU. Go Tigers. Yep. Go Tigers. Last topic of the day. We're actually going to go back to the NFL for this. Um, we're going to do our MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, and the Rookie of the Year predictions to close out this segment of today. Who do you think is your MVP and why? That's really hard. I, that, that's really hard. MVP. I'll tell you this. I, I think for me, I'd like to start with the Offensive Player of the Year. Okay. We'll go ahead and do that. Jonathan Taylor. A hundred percent. Jonathan freaking Taylor. I think, like, nobody even comes close to beating him. Mm-mm. I mean, he had five touchdowns. If he averages, like, three or four touchdowns per game, he will be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Nobody is coming close. Mm-hmm. And if he does that, MVP as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 100%. But. Uh, I'll give you my Offensive Player of the Year, also Jonathan Taylor, and I'll also move on to Coach of the Year. My Coach of the Year is Zach Taylor, Cincinnati Bengals. I love what he's done with that program. I think he's grooming Joe Burrow to be the best player that he can possibly be. I love Zach Taylor. I love what he's doing. Hmm. You know, you look at other guys. You look at the uh, the Chargers head coach. Uh, I mean, I, I forget his name. I'm going to go ahead yeah, and look me too. that up real quick. Um. Brandon, Brandon Staley. Staley. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I mean, I, I love Brandon Staley. I love what he's doing. Young guy, young system, knows exactly what he's doing. And, uh, I mean, they're 6-4 and four right now. So what? I, th- right. That division is so close. We're ha- we're not even, well, I mean, we are halfway through the season, but I think he still has a lot of time left. I think that team is going to either turn around at the end of the year or next year they're going to come out and dominate everyone. Right. Now, th- this is a strong prediction. I don't know what you're going to think about this. Mm-hmm. But for my coach of the year, I have Mr. Andy Reid, wow. Kansas City Chiefs coach, Kansas winning. Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs coach, Coach Reid. If you're watching this, we, we need to you. go get a burger. We love at, you. Go get a cheeseburger. At somewhere, bro. Go I get love a you. Like we love you, man. We love you, bro. And I think the Chiefs are going to improve so much, and I think for that reason, like Andy Reid is going to win. Mm-hmm. I do. 
I believe it with my heart. Okay. I like that. Andy Reid. You know, also, honorable mention for me, uh, Frank Reich from the Colts. Indianapolis, Indianapolis yeah. Colts. I really like him. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name, Reich. Yeah. Not too sure. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you my Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I hate saying this, but um, it's not going to be Jamar Chase. I don't think it'll be Jamar Chase. You know, I hmm. think weeks one through seven, Jamar Chase cooks. Like, he, yeah. he cooked. And then you look at Mac Jones. Who, yes. The Bengals' bye week really showed the world what Mac Jones can do. You know, a week without yeah. Jamar Chase and people just looking at Mac Jones, I think Mac Jones is the new favorite. I think Mac Jones is going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, so, so speaking on that, like, you got Jamar Chase. Who And Jamar Chase could step up. But, and then there's somebody else, Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like him too. Yeah, if Devontae Smith keeps playing like he's been playing, he's in the talk, he's in the conversation, also, but I definitely agree. You can't forget about Najee Harris as well. Najee Harris cooking yes. up this year. He's having a great year. But, but I definitely agree with you that Mac Jones is the now we can move on offensive to rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year. Um, I'm going Michael Parsons. I love Michael Parsons. I yes. love what he does. I said this from week one. I thought it was going to be him or Sertain. And Sertain did good weeks one, two, three. Yeah. And then the whole Broncos team just turned it around. And it was it was downhill from there. But I love Michael Parsons. I love what he's doing. Yes. His coverage stats are great. And his blitzing is great, too. He's so fast. He's incredibly fast. Yeah. No, I, I've been saying Michael Parsons since, I'm talking the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And I love what I've seen out of Michael Parsons. Me, too. Great player. I think it's it's not even a contest that he's defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on to Defensive Player of the Year. What are your predictions and why? Defensive Player of the Year. Trayvon Diggs. Wow. Who, okay. I, who I, did, I didn't say that yet, but Tra- Trayvon Diggs has been having a great year. Okay. Well, it, you know, it started great, and now he's kind of kind of declining Okay. right now. But um, let me see. I don't know, T.J. Watt? I had a lot going for T.J. Watt before he, he got hurt. Yeah, I don't like him this year. You know, my pick at the beginning of the year was um, definitely Chandler Jones. And I think I'm going to stick yeah. with that. I think Chandler Jones is a top five pass rusher in the league. You know, Miles Garrett, great too. But I don't think Ma- – Miles Garrett definitely certainly lives up to the height. But you have a guy, eight sacks, 17 solo tackle for loss. Three forced fumbles already. Chandler Jones, ladies and gentlemen. I love Chandler Jones. I love what he's doing for this Cardinals defense. And the way that him and J.J. Watt just work together, I I love it. I think Chandler Jones is going to win. I love Chandler Jones. Now we move on to MVP, the big award. Who wins it for you and why? MVP. Why don't you go first because that's a really hard one for me. Okay. At the beginning of the year, like I said... Kirk Cousins was a big one. Joe Burrow was a big one. Um, Lamar Jackson was another big one. But now that I look at it now, I mean, who else stands out besides Tom Brady? Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott. Those are my top three. I'm going Tom Brady to win it. And Tom Brady has my respect now, but growing up he didn't. I really didn't like Tom Brady. I really didn't like him on the Patriots. Yeah, I was a Drew Brees fan growing up. I thought Drew Brees was always the goat, and then Tom Brady comes down to Tampa and just still dominates. I got Tom Brady winning. Yeah, I like you know. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. A hundred percent. Like, there's no matching him. We there's are no so him. fortunate to have grown up watching this man play the game. He, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, if you're watching this, we love you. Like, we love you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you for making our childhood so much better. Yes, but I think. Matthew Stafford is going to win MVP. I love that season. pick. I love that Matthew pick. Stafford. And I love Matthew Stafford, and I think he deserves the MVP. At Definitely. least at least once before he retires. And then you also look at Cooper Cup. Cooper yeah. Cup and Jonathan Taylor. You know? Cooper Cup. Also two great guys. I think Jonathan Taylor wins offensive player of the year. I don't think you yes. should, I don't think you should win both. But right. I think Cooper Cup, best receiver in the league. I, I think it's obvious yep. right now. And I like Devontae Adams, don't get me wrong. I love DeAndre Hopkins. I love Julio Jones. But yeah. DeAndre and Julio are just having down years. Yes. They can't stay healthy. They're not having great years. I love Cooper Cup. I love Devontae Adams. Also love Donald Taylor. But I do think Tom Brady comes away with the MVP. Yep. yep. Ma- I think Matthew Stafford's strong. Mm-hmm. 
All right, man. Well, it was a great first episode. We hope yes. you guys at home enjoyed. You know, this was a great uh, conversation that we had, and definitely more to come. Let us know. Give us your feedback of how you liked it. Yes. This is, this is Ethan signing out. Andy Reid, if you're watching this one last time, we're going to go get a cheeseburger at McDonald's. Let me know. <laughs> but right. this has been a great first episode. 100%. Thank you for everybody watching. This is Juice signing off. Yes, sir.